Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. The services sector accounts for almost three quarters of the Irish economy and consumption, including shopping, accounts for a lot of that. 280,000 jobs are sustained directly by retailers up and down the country, which is 14% of the workforce. Retailers were walloped by COVID-19 lockdowns. Now they're being walloped again by energy prices, which are five times what they were a year ago. Another important sector in Ireland is the food manufacturing and agribusiness sector, which is also facing soaring input costs, including animal feed and fertiliser. Both food and retail are hoping for respite in the forthcoming budget on the 27th of this month. But will they get it? Duncan Graham from Retail Excellence Ireland joins us now in the studio. Good morning, Duncan. Good morning, Joe. And David Layden, the head of food and agribusiness at IFAC. Morning, Joe. Um, can I start with you, David, to explain what IFAC is? Because it's not the Fiscal Advisory Council, sure it's not. No, and we're around a lot longer than the Fiscal Advisory Council. So, They're blow-ins. Ah, newbies. <laughs> so we're around about um, over 45 years and we look after farmers, food businesses and agribusinesses. So from accountancy, consultancy, tax advice, succession. And you have put out a paper uh, out today, which makes for some interesting reading, put it that way. Yeah. So this is our annual food and agribusiness report, um, which really takes the sentiment of the food and agribusiness SME sector. So it's not Kerry and Glambia. It's actually the SME. So mm-hmm. a lot of the food brands that people see um, in, in their retail um, outlets and also ag tech and agribusinesses. And I suppose the big finding um, this year is that the optimism index that we've been running for the last five years has dropped to its lowest level yet. So it's evaporated. Yeah. So even in a, in like during COVID, um, optimism didn't drop to the level that it's at now, which is 54% of businesses being optimistic about the future, which is very low. And I suppose for us, we can see it. We're dealing with, with, with food and agribusinesses every day. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple of key reasons and it is understandable. You know, input costs have risen so dramatically. Stock management, um, Recruitment and retention, raw materials um, being got from the UK, well, packaging, let's they're fo- all challenging let's at the moment. Let's focus on one of those, yeah. uh, and that is, I, I mentioned fertiliser. Uh, give us an example of how important fertiliser is and what the price has done over the last 12 months. Yeah, so um, the fertiliser N, which is nitrogen, is a really key component in growing crops or growing grass. Mm. Um, so fundamentally... Um, anything that you ever eat in a retailer was grown by a farmer originally mm-hmm. and that's broadly true 99% true mm-hmm. um, and N is a core component for any farmer to grow a crop mm-hmm. um, and N prices over the last 12 months have increased by 300% so that's what the farmer has taken So it's a factor of four it's gone up yeah. and most of that comes from Russia and Ukraine A lot of it comes from Russia and Ukraine some from Canada and the US but the the Russian Ukrainian um, the Russia you know invasion of Ukraine has really really impacted on supply chains because N needs um, natural gas to create um, the nitrogen fertilizer. So where a farmer has taken a three hundred percent increase in his um, N input, so there's nitrogen, um, that's obviously going to feed all the way through to the food manufacturers and agribusinesses that we work with and indeed to the and retailers that Duncan deals exactly. with. Exactly, and let's bring in Duncan on that. Um, We've talked about input costs. Let's talk about the issues that retailers face. One uh, one increase in your costs will be food that you're selling. Uh, those prices are going up, aren't they? 
Yeah, they are, and um, have been for some time now. And there's there's awful lot of other costs that have that have gone up. In labour costs have gone up in retail mm. terms. Um, the whole supply chain issues have become uh, extremely difficult. You know, that's a throwback to COVID. Um, you know, the Chinese ports, as people will be be aware of, you know, still being struggling during the course of this year. So that's been an issue. So and when you say the Chinese ports, you mean getting stuff from the Far East uh, was a logistical nightmare when we w- reopened after COVID, and that's not fully clear no it's still not fully cleared and you know we've had these issues during the course of this year where it's been difficult to get things out of china um, i think the biggest thing that's been noted by retailers is simply not knowing when these goods are going to arrive and that's obviously a difficulty when you've got a sale by date like christmas eve as we're starting rapidly towards move towards q4 so those and are some of the issues christmas is the most important two months, six weeks even, uh, for, for retailers in Ireland. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you look at retail sales, about £30 billion for the year, um, you know, £5 billion of that is is that month of December. So, you know, that's the importance of, of Christmas. And we've had, in effect now, this will be the third, dif- uh, third Christmas in a row where things have been extremely difficult. Obviously, you know, we've had two COVID Christmases, which have been extremely tough. Um, but then there were government supports in place for those two Christmases. I think mm-hmm. the issue we've got moving to towards this December is those government supports are uncertain and again um, like has just been said we're facing into energy costs which are three and four times more than they were a year ago so these are difficulties that retailers are now facing. We will come to what you're hoping to get in the budget for both of you after the break but before that um, there are proposals to I don't want to say force, but to encourage retailers to trim their sales to keep their energy costs down. The Germans are already saying you've got to keep your front doors closed and you've got to switch off your lights at night. What do your retailers, what do your members think of that in Ireland? Look, I think what retailers are doing at the moment is looking at all options. Um, and <clears throat> even themselves, that you know, we're looking at things like, you know, do we shut down uh, earlier in the evening do we open up later in the morning uh, do we turn the lights off you know it's, it's difficult in a food environment because obviously you're running refrigeration and all of that during the course of the day and and through the night um, but these are things that retailers are looking at you know this whole 19 degrees in uh, in um, public offices mm-hmm. is something that you know retailers would consider I mean it's even been uh, people have been talking to me about you know do we do we go to a half day closure during the course of the week now well, that's interesting. Well, you know, these things certainly could be looked at. uh, And, you know, let's make the savings perhaps in September, October and early November to give ourselves the option to trade a bit later and provide a service during December. And those are the things that we need to be thinking about. Stay with us at Duncan Graham from Retail Excellence and David Layden from IFAC. We'll take a quick break and come back and talk about what you guys hoping to see in the budget. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk. Uh, uh, thank you both for staying with us. We spoke about the impact of energy costs before the break. Now I'd like to come to you, David, if I may, about what you're hoping to see in the budget for your members in the food manufacturing side of things. Well, Joe, it, it's all about energy. And I'll just give you an extreme example. For ex- um, We have a tomato grower in Waterford. And two years ago, his gas bill was €100,000 a year. Mm-hmm. And it's now up around six fifty. Gosh. So that's really... Talk so it's about It's life and death for a lot of companies out there. Very significant. Luckily, that business has no debt in the business and he's going to get through and he's looking at alternative forms of energy. But um, What does he want in the budget? 
he he would love but even normal like other manufacturers would really like to see some sort of a cap on energy prices that would give them real clarity and security going into this winter you heard the, the and, newspaper and, and, review what I yeah, was saying I that, that there may not be a cap there may be credits given to people I also heard though you say that it's not definitive yes, yet yes it's not <laughs> yes, so, that's the beauty of politics isn't it David so let's keep the pressure on a yeah. cap would be ideal a cap would really help give clarity but a couple of other smaller things that in the medium term would make a difference Mm. Um, during Covid the local enterprise office in Enterprise Ireland gave super grants to companies around cash flow planning Mm. um, and it sort of brought more SMEs into that cash flow planning space that maybe weren't in it Mm -hmm. which was helpful and helped them manage their way through Covid the other thing that we saw in our report our food and agribusiness report today only um, about 50% of SMEs in the food and agribusiness sector are undertaking formal R&D Research. Mm-hmm. Now we know R and D is a real foundation stone for competitive advantage and for exporting. Um, the tax credit associated with that is twenty five percent. We'd really like to see that increase by a number of percentage. So for points. every million euros you invest in research and development, you can write right off twenty five percent. Twenty five percent. You'd like to bring that to thirty five, forty five. Absolutely, um, and really motivate SMEs to come into that formal R and D research space. Okay, now let's let's go to uh, Duncan Graham from Retail Excellence Ireland. What are retailers really looking? What do they need, Duncan? In a word, certainty from right. this budget, and I think the certainty can't come soon enough. I mean, the budget is what two weeks away at mm-hmm. this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, as David has said. Uh, cap on energy costs. Energy costs is the biggest single item. We had a conference last week. It was the thing that dominated the whole conversations. We had Minister English there and he certainly got the message. Um, but you know, when you're facing into a situation as many small independent retailers are facing where uh, one I was talking to yesterday, for example, saying his three convenience stores, his energy costs now are nearly a quarter of a million more uh, now than they were going to be a year ago. So those are the sorts of issues. They're simply not sustainable. So businesses will go out of business if there's no intervention from the government on this score. And so they've only, they're only just bounced back from COVID, so it's a really rough time. What about using renewable energy? Could the budget make it really affordable for retailers to use renewable energy? And if they have access to the roof, which not a lot of them don't, that they have some sort of solar solution or um, heat exchange pump or something like that? Yeah, look, these things definitely are being considered and there's certainly grants available for that sort of thing, but they're almost longer term. You know, what we need now is some certainty between now and Christmas to carry businesses through. Mm -hmm. You know, so other things that the government should consider, it's it's really going back to some of the COVID supports that are in place. So, you know, businesses at the moment are trying to pay back their warehouse tax. So let's just extend that, give them the opportunity. So this is the tax that they would have paid in 2020 and 2021, Mm -hmm. which was warehoused or parked, which they're now having to repay. Yeah, absolutely. So let's just give us a little bit more time to pay that back. That will help with with cash flow. Certainly, absolutely, another year to pay these sort of things back would certainly help. You know, we we also had during the the COVID situation, we had a uh, we reduced the VAT rate down to 21%. Now, Mm -hmm. it only lasted, I think, for about six to nine months, but, Mm -hmm. you know, that certainly helped. Um, So you want VAT to go back down again? Again, yes. Uh, And you saw that the hotel business has come under a lot of critique because a lot of them have been accused of price gouging and taking the reduction in VAT. So you'll understand why the government is wary of that. And both of you will understand that the government has a lot to juggle here. 
Um, is it a problem, would you say, Duncan, that the, the public finances look so healthy for the government? That's a political problem. It is a political problem. It's not a business problem in that sense. And I think what we need to be seriously looking at here is the independent, smaller retail sector across Ireland, which you know does need a massive amount of support to keep it going. Um, you know, the government have got a good problem in the sense that there is money there to be spent. Um, and we just need to make sure that there is a significant in- intervention on uh, in the small and medium enterprises. Very briefly, we yeah. only have 30 and seconds. I, I'd echo that. Um, during COVID, the government got a lot of credit for keeping a lot of viable businesses alive through their supports. Mm-hmm. I think we're in the, not quite in the same situation. We don't accept the same supports as with Derek during COVID, but we do need some support around energy this winter. Thank you for... Thank you very much. That's David Layden, the head of food and agribusiness at IFAC, and your report is out today. Duncan Graham, the head of retail excellence in Ireland. Thank you both for coming into the studio. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.